Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Weekender edition of the Muckrake Podcast. Uh, for our Patreon subscribers, thank you, as always, for your support. If you are listening to this into a preview, go over to patreon.com slash Podcast. We depend on that support. And the reason that we depend on that support is because we are an independent media venture, unlike CNN, which <laughs> uh, is a corporate-run leviathan that has uh, done a lot of things that we need to discuss today because one, Jeff Zucker, the head at CNN, has announced that uh, he is stepping down immediately from his post following a uh, a strange rollout of a scandal, all that stuff. Um, just, we, we needed to talk today about the damage that he has done to the United States of America in general. But before we get to that, Nick, what is your initial reaction to this that has come out today? My initial reaction is that, you know, love takes many forms. And who are we wow. to get in the way of how that manifests itself, right? I mean, it's a, it's a pheromones, Jared. I don't. You about called me Jeff there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking I, about. I don't care what he did. I'll yeah. be honest. If he didn't hurt anybody, if, if, if there was some sort of how do we put it if there was some sort of nepotism if there was some sort of discrimination if there was some sort of whatever that's fine i I, i'm glad that he's resigning i'm glad that he's leaving i assume by the way that he'll have a ceo job before march comes right somebody will pick him up he'll be at a startup somewhere he'll be at a foundation yeah i don't i don't care about the scandal i just i really really have a lot of antipathy for this person well, you I, know, maybe with his spare time, he can go back and release some of the uh, the apprentice tapes that's, uh, that have been hiding of Trump saying the N-word all over the place. Yeah, so to, to get people up to speed of who, I, mean, I assume you've heard of Jeff Zucker before. Um, let's, let's talk very quickly about uh, the, this guy's career. Um, of course, he ran NBC into the ground. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I misread that. He ran NBC. Um, he, he, he ran the network into the ground was an absolute failure in charge of the national broadcast corporation and just absolutely destroyed it but in the time that he worked at nbc uh he gave us i mean just an absolute slew of hits including let me find the name of this show um the apprentice I don't know why that's important, how that could possibly even figure into a political broadcast like this one. But, you know, brought us such things as The Apprentice and pushed a bunch of sensationalized reality TV bullshit. The Apprentice, of course, is not just a reality TV show that gave Donald Trump uh, a platform and a rejuvenated career, but also pushed neoliberalism into the popular culture, much like Survivor saying that we're all competitors with each other, we should all screw each other over, and what matters more than anything else? Impressing the guy sitting at the big desk so you can make money and possibly sit behind a big desk. Uh, pretty incredible that he, he, was, he was there during that time and pushed this. Well, you know, it's funny because he, yeah, he introduced Friends, I'm sorry, he introduced Scrubs, so there was probably the only hit, but then it wasn't his fault necessarily that Friends finished, Seinfeld was over, like, you know, it, it kind of was this weird time to take over NBC, so not that we're defending the guy. No, 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 no. first but. of all, I'm, I'm not a Scrubs guy, I, I know people love it, I know people are, are, are I, I know people yeah, who, And he deserves who, who no credit for Scrubs, by the way, let's just no, make that No, he doesn't 
deserve any credit at all. I'll but, say that. Yeah. But, you know, that's fair. But he did he did pilot NBC directly into the ground. He took it from the number one network in right. the country and then dropped it like a stone to right. the worst network in the country. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. And so and the, and the whole thing with uh, with Trump and being on The Apprentice is that he never, ever, ever would have been president had it not been nope. for The Apprentice. Now, of course, we can't do the dead zone thing where we would have shaken his hand in 2000 and realized that was all going to happen in a flash, you know, of, uh, of uh, Christopher Walken flash. But um, but he, th- th- that the fact remains is that he was able to take this asshole who had completely bankrupt, bankrupted himself multiple times and had really no value in anything, but like was a, a character and, uh, and and give him that platform. Yes, yeah, so that, that's exactly the direct line between that and then the um, uh, birther, birtherism into running for president. So, uh, and, and, and then what I get mad at him for is, yes, I have no doubt that the tapes exist that would have sunk his campaign. Now, if you ask me now in 2022, if Wouldn't you had matter. a guy saying the N-word all over the place, that would have meant, probably not. That's This is what Trump has done. But in 2016, and again, grabbing by the pussy was out there and I didn't, didn't do it. But I would have imagined that the the stuff they have on The Apprentice would have in combination with that, and that's the thing he you know was able to cover for his buddy uh, and not uh, and not release. And I and I want to go off of that real fast because a large part of the reason that I hate Jeff Zucker and I'm so relieved that he is out at CNN is. We we spend so much time talking about in a neoliberal world what makes money, what brings ratings, are these smart moves, are those good business decisions? What you just pointed out is really important. Donald Trump was a personality on an NBC show under Jeff Zucker, right? And in that position, and for anybody who hasn't read the articles about it, behind the scenes, Donald Trump was, and I know this is shocking to everybody, was consistently incompetent and was consistently hateful and sexist and racist. All of this stuff was known to everybody at NBC. There's no way that Jeff Zucker did not know that that was happening. Meanwhile, when Jeff Zucker, and and like all these assholes, he fails at NBC, ends up at CNN. Crazy how that happens. Crazy how when you have money and power and privilege, you just keep failing up. He ends up at CNN, all of a sudden Donald Trump, who Jeff Zucker knew was a disgusting, racist, sexist, incompetent monster, starts running for the presidency instead of somehow or another sounding the alarm and saying, hey, maybe I'm not going to release the tapes, but you need to know that this person's repulsive and you need to know that they shouldn't be anywhere near the seat of power. Jeff Zucker looked at Donald Trump it was like it was like a cartoon, Nick. You know, the, all of a sudden, just money signs in his eyes. You <laughs> yeah. know, just I woo. He was the best possible thing that could have ever happened to CNN. He made CNN so much money. He got them so many eyeballs on the screen. He kept giving him. I mean, Trump ended up with six billion dollars in free advertising because of assholes like Jeff Zucker, who knew that he was dangerous and awful, and just continued to put. Him on the airwaves. Well, at least he fired Chris Cuomo. <laughs> he did fire Chris Cuomo, and Chris Cuomo should have been fired so many Wait, times. Wait, I, I just want to tell you this. I actually like Chris Cuomo. I got to tell you, that's fine. 
I, 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 him and Don Lemon, when they would interact, it was it was delightful. It, I really got to tell you, I, I enjoyed, and I enjoy. You know, people always yell at him. This the total is taking a left turn here, but when he when he would joust with uh, Kellyanne Conway, I, I, I enjoyed seeing him do that and 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 try and back her down into a corner when she was too squirrely to, to be back down. But nonetheless, um, anyway, sorry. I just want I need well, to I, I need I to let that off my chest. Out. I want to point out that what you just brought up. There, there is a reason why Zucker was successful at CNN, because he was able to transform the, the show. And in the large part, this was based on Fox News, right? CNN, MSNBC, particularly following September 11th and the Iraq War, they all started becoming more and more like Fox News, right? Because it was this innovation. It was capturing its audience in a way that other people weren't. And in this case... All of a sudden, it went from being news-oriented to being more sensationalized, being based more on personalities. Um, Jeff Zucker, one of his, quote-unquote, greatest innovations was sportsification of the news. And for those, anybody who listens to this show who also watches ESPN, and and you know these shows, it's Pardon the Interruption, it's... Uh, uh, around the horn, first take, all of that. There's a reason why cable news started looking like that, mm -hmm. right? Because they wanted to make it entertaining. They wanted to get more eyeballs on the screen. And while I get that that is the job of like a corporation, at the same time, that does damage. You know what I mean? Like it actually does sort of hurt discourse. It hurts knowledge it creates the need for a Donald Trump. It creates an opening for a Donald Trump. And he was perfect for these people. Like, you couldn't have created a better character for Jeff Zucker than Donald Trump. Yeah, you know, this makes me think, you know, in our, in our interview we had that's coming up on Tuesday, which everyone's gonna wanna listen to. Uh, I was thinking about why, uh, you know, the progressive um, outlets have failed when the yep. right wing outlets in, in talk radio have just a huge cash cow. And maybe we should get like some watermelons and some um, sledgehammers and we should just start do, just doing, you know, Gallagher and just outrage at what's going on. But like if Gallagher could do it and it was a comedy show, like why couldn't we just do it like, you know, and just be all uh, spectacle and anger and id? I mean, it seems like that's what he understood that people tap into. Well, so actually, it's funny you bring that up because, uh, and we're recording this on uh, Thursday, uh, or no, it's Wednesday. What is time? I don't know. I, you know, it's it is whatever you want it to be. It it is whatever you want it to be. Yesterday, an article came out in which Vox interviewed uh, Ben Pfeiffer of the Pod Save America crew. Uh, you know, and and I, I would you agree right now that that is probably the strongest liberal radio slash podcast that has to be right i think i mean it was and i'm assuming it still is yeah. or if not it's the very it's very close to the top yeah so pfeiffer was being interviewed about the messaging of the moment and wait, wait you're not a friend of the pod I, I, sometimes <laughs> they make decent points i've got problems other times uh and and you know what like they they try and represent people i don't i don't we don't have to go to war no. with 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 pod save america they they do what they do we do what we do i'll say this though pfeiffer was asked what is wrong with the democratic brand what is wrong with the democratic party's brand and listen i between you and me and i, I think our audience is not going to be surprised here 
the problem with the Democratic Party's brand is that uh, they they don't stand up for principles. They don't push things that would change things. Large swaths of them have been bought off. Uh, and, and, and on top of that, like, they're afraid to stand up for left-wing ideas, right? They're terrified of, of being branded. Wait, is and that what Ben said, too, or what did he say? No, 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 no. He said that he thought the problem was that the Democratic Party has never created a Fox News. And I, I understand where that's coming from, and I know what that means. But I also, I, I just think that's, I think that's weird and cynical and, and, and problematic. I know that that's, I know that that's not wrong, but it's also problematic. Yeah, but what's MSDNC? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's, it's not, but it's, you know, it's but in that realm. Media, we've talked about this too. Corporate media doesn't want to change anything. They, they want this sensational shit. I mean, Jeff Zucker has now written the playbook for CNN and MSNBC. I mean, it's the, the swelling music. It's the uh, outside of a debate or a convention having a crane shot. You know what I mean? That comes in and Chris Matthews is there. And, they, you know, they dusted up the, the mothballs off of him and brought him out. And now they have a – I mean, Zucker's favorite thing was what? Like a 16-person panel? Yeah, yeah. And I got to tell you, somebody who's been on cable news where there's like more than you, it's impossible. You can't have a conversation like that. There's nothing substantive that, that can come from that. Right. Oh, I, I hear you. And the, the spectacle is obviously the most important thing. And then also the development of individual, you know, um, individuals like Maddow and yep. uh, and um, Brian Williams, both of whom are gone uh, or one of them is gone. The other one will be gone uh, in that same response to, you know, uh, Hannity and um he that won't be named. Yeah, and, and I got to tell you, so right now cable news is a little bit in trouble. There's only a handful of shows that are actually doing very well. Uh, CNN has crashed. It, I mean, it just absolutely crashed. And there's a lot of reasons why CNN has crashed. First and foremost is Jeff Zucker's uh, quote-unquote leadership, I guess we would call it. Um, also, people don't trust CNN. Uh, the Go Cuomo figure. thing did not help. Uh, to find out that one of their anchors was basically running, you know, uh, interference for his disgraced governor brother. That didn't help. They don't necessarily have uh, much of, I don't know, would, what, if I said to you, what does CNN say, what would you say? What what is what is CNN's message? Uh, you guess? know, it's weird. All I could kind of picture is, if you ever go, ever been to a hospital, if you walk into a hospital room, that's what's on, right? Although Fox yes, News no, or an airport, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Fox yeah. News has kind of has captured that a little bit more. And I yes. feel like if you were to walk into more hospital rooms, and here, the key to that is, is that it'll be on all day long. Like there, people are sick and they don't feel well, or they're in and out yep. of consciousness, and that TV is just on. And so, like they're kind of yep. getting ratings yes. <laughs> in a weird way. Yes. Um, but CNN to me, yeah, it's, you know, I, I don't even, I, it's so ineffectual to me that I don't even have an opinion. I don't think it's fake news. I, I feel like they have some uh, modicum of, you know, uh, of journalistic integrity, I suppose. Uh, but I, I, other than that, I really can't give you anything definitive. Like MSNBC, I can. I, I have feelings about that and I know what that stands for. But CNN, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's a drift. Yeah, it is. It's completely adrift. And, you know, MSNBC is in trouble, I think, for a few reasons. Um, Maddow's stepping away for a little bit to do a film with Ben Stiller. Anybody who's been paying attention to all of the movings and shakings in the media, Maddow keeps talking about leaving. 
And Maddo wants to do other stuff, podcasts, movies, books, all of that stuff. I mean, Maddo is like the main star at MSNBC. The ratings are going down there. Fox News is going great because, like you said, the people who aren't dying of COVID, it's just on, right? It's at their <laughs> yeah. place of business. It's on in their living rooms. It's, it's all of those different places. Here's the frightening thing about all of this. And let's get to the actual newsworthiness of this. Nothing has changed since 2016. If anything, things have just gotten worse and worse and worse. They either need Donald Trump to come back or they need a Trump-like figure. They need it desperately. And one of the truest things that Donald Trump ever said, and I hate I hate it when those words come out of my mouth, but it doesn't make them less true. He said, they all need me. The Times, The Post, the MSNBC, CNN, they all need me. They do. Mm-hmm. Because of the current system that we have, political and economic system, they do need a Donald Trump. And so that doesn't bode well for 2022 midterms, 2024 election, because that is the rising tide that lifts all boats. And they're all looking for that. They're all desperate for it. And if you thought $6 billion in free ads was something, you, you really haven't seen anything yet. Right. Well, you can picture those meetings where they're looking at the, the rates, uh, the ratings and the money they, they made from 2016 to 2020. And then they're looking at what it is now, which presumably is a lot lower. And so they're like freaking out saying, well, what is it? And they're going to simply say, well, Trump is not in the White House right now. That is the difference. That is why. And uh, it is a fact. And it's a it's a very, you know, disgusting and and, and, uh, soul killing notion that, yes, you know, if they want to continue keeping their jobs, which is a very big motivational factor for everybody in this country. Turns out. Yeah, they they need uh they need to uh they need them back. And that that's and then that can infect, you know, how they're going to do programming and how they cover things. It's really um, you know, the funny thing is it makes you want to say, well, we should make news, you know, take money out of the news, may not make it a for-profit thing. Well, then now you're talking about state propaganda, right? Because that becomes under the government. You can't have that either. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is with that. I do know that a large part of the issues in this country are they're caused by for-profit news. I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know about where you're from, but where I'm from, like local media, the, the newspaper. I mean, just absolutely destroyed. And you know, the, the those local sources are pretty much just completely gone. They've been gobbled up. They've been turned well, around. Did you see the woman doing the the, 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 the spot where she gets hit by the car? She's doing it to oh, the camera. Yeah. But what that tells you is that she was by herself. She literally sets the camera up. She hits record. She oh, gets yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. That's yeah, I don't think there was point. anybody there to help her. And so this is what it's gotten down to. It's like they've gotten yeah. such a bare bones. They don't even send over. Uh, it's just a reporter, producer, film, like oh. ed- everything. They all want. And you're talking, you're talking about local news, which, by the way, is atrocious. Local news is just straight up garbage. But the ones that still exist, a large, large swath of them are owned by like Sinclair yeah. and they've been turned into to propaganda arms, right? And so now all of a sudden, and, and I got to tell you, things like the Washington Post and the New York Times and the Washington Post, while we're on the subject of all this media stuff and Trump, I mean, they branded the shit out of themselves as being anti-Trump and truth tellers. Meanwhile, obfuscate in the fact that they helped to get us into the Iraq war and that they've laundered law enforcement lies for years and years and years. In all of this, like, I'm sorry, it's not a good thing that a Jeff Bezos can come in and basically spend his pocket money on a major newspaper. That's not great. The fact that we have all these these uh, independent publications around the country either being gobbled up or just disappearing, that's not 
good. That leaves you with Fox News, right? That leaves you with a CNN under the control of people like Jeff Zucker who are not moral, ethical, or decent. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's, there is, there, there are consequences of this. Like yeah. this stuff doesn't happen and then you look up and you're like, ah, everything's fine. Well, I, I know why you're so mad, Jared. I, I figured mm -hmm. it out. It had nothing to do with what we're talking about. Not that, it's, it's related. It's, oh no! I know! I know exactly what you're getting ready to say. It's it's uh, it's what's happened to Wordle. Wordle, right? R.I.P. to a real one. There is nothing I liked better in the last couple of weeks. Not even where I would <laughs> open up my uh, that same tab on my browser on my phone, no. and it would be blank and ready to fill out. And to know that it's going to be behind a paywall now uh, at the New York Times, oh, of whoa, which whoa, I whoa, do whoa, pay whoa. for, by the way. Time out. But. Did you see? Because here, I actually, this was this was way too precious, Nick. I hope that you saw this. Did you see the New York Times? And, and by the way, there's like 95% of the audience right now is like, I hate that they did this to Wordle. 5% <laughs> <laughs> have no idea. Wordle, of course, is like this a really wonderful little game. I, com I completely agree. It was one of the best parts of getting up and drinking my coffee over the past few days. It was wonderful. And the the CNN had on the New York Times games editor after Wordle was gobbled up by the New York Times because of course they gobbled it up. New York Times uh, games editor is on on CNN and the anchor's like, "Can you tell us that Wordle will, will remain free?" Did you see this? No. Oh yeah. So the anchor's like, "Can you can you guarantee us that Wordle will remain free?" And this worm of a guy was like. I can tell you it will be free at the start. Oh. And the guy's like, can you tell us it will remain free? And he's like, oh, I guarantee you that it will be free to start. And it's like, all right, thank you. Great, wonderful. He, he, by the way, uh, it's already out there how to um, attack the code that you can then get at the free Wordle from their website. Apparently they didn't put it, like, you know, they didn't obfuscate it well enough. So someone was saying, yeah, just copy paste this thing, it'll work for you for free forever, but it won't remember your scores, which is a part of the problem. You wanna be able to see your results day every day. But here's what I gotta tell you, Jared, it wasn't the game itself, you know, it's because the game itself is fucking uh, Wheel of Fortune, right? We all know Lernste, right? L-R-N-S-T-E -R -R -E are the five most common letters, and that's what you learn from, that's what I learned from Word of, uh, Wheel of Fortune, it's always what they pick. Bold of you to give out your Wordle strategy to everybody, that's wonderful. Yeah, well I asked people on Twitter, I'm like, do you guys use the same word every day? I, I gotta say, this is the, the Weekender, so I, I this is some information, this is news. I like it. Yes. I like it. And somebody tr tr said a do, and I'm like, no, don't. I mean, listen, I don't. I'm, I'm much more of a consonant guy. I like to identify the vowels. Well, you know what? A do could be hand handy. I tried it though the other day, and it was a nightmare, and it, it, it added at least one more step. But here's why it would work so well. You know, here's the reason: you could only play it once a day. Yeah. It wasn't the thing where you're going to get lost and, and sit there for hours and hours and play game after game. You Once you're done with one, you have to wait the other and a whole bunch of hours until midnight comes so you play again. That, to me, was I, something so, like, delayed gratification and, I, and something to look forward to. That's what caught my fancy. And you have been listening to a free 
preview of our Patreon exclusive Weekender show. If you want to get in on all the fun and get that bonus episode every week, not to mention exclusive content, uh, live hangouts, question and answer sessions. We're even going to do some of these live so you can come and watch how the sausage is made. All you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash podcast. On top of that, you get to hang out with the Muckrake community, which are a really good group of people. So you should do that. That is patreon.com slash podcast. We'll see everybody next week.